Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way. My name is Ian Hand. Today has been a pretty uh, interesting day. Um, it's 8.30, and uh, I just took my mom to work for the last uh, time for a while. Uh, she used, she actually worked at my uh, school, where she's been an assistant teacher for 10 years. She's got a new job um, for the summer, and she's going to think if it's permanent or not. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, it was definitely kind of emotional for me to take her there for like the final time. It was like, oh my god, I've been... She took me... When I was a kid for at least like the first nine years of my life or the first five years I went to school and then I'm taking her to school sometimes because, you know, we kind of share my Jeep a little bit because her car is a little eh, at times. So, you know, it's been definitely kind of a rough, uh, a rough kind of day, you know, so that was fun. And um, so I'm going to have to like pick her up like uh, for her break and stuff. Because I want to like do it. Like, this is my last time I pick you up on your break. This is my last time I pick you up in general. It's been kind of like those kind of days, you know. Just been really rough, <laughs> really, really rough. Speaking of rough, um, prank channels on YouTube are stupid, and um, I'm not gonna come at anyone who thinks that prank channels are fun. But you are in the same category as if you watch reaction videos. I kind of want to question your uh, integrity as a human being just a little bit um so today in uh, barcelona spain a judge apparently uh said it told his teen um yo you're gonna go to jail so this uh kid i mean i don't know he might be my age or something like that i don't even know i basically a millennial in the uh barcelona spain area Decided to uh, give a homeless man Oreo cookies that instead of filled with cream were full of toothpaste. Now, I don't know about you, but if I ever ate, I mean, if you ever ingested a small amount of toothpaste, it's not really that great. It's kind of like, ugh. So think about like a, a Oreo cookie amount and then think about multiple Oreo cookie amounts. Yeah, you can tell right away that this guy threw up and it was definitely not funny. And I felt like, wow, that's kind of really shitty. To be completely clear, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? So as a punishment, the judge is all like, okay, you are going to go to jail for uh, 22 months or something like that. Then your your channel has to be erased, which is something I think I've never heard a judge ever say. And then you're banned from the website as a whole for five years. Like, damn. That's quite a punishment. Obviously, it was like there's something about like he might not serve jail time because his criminal record has been, you know, non-existent until now. I'm like, I wonder, no, if that if that's every attorney's fucking argument. Well, dude, you shot that guy like, well, I've never shot anyone before. You got a point. So I guess we have to let you go. Like, that's the dumbest fucking logic I think I've ever heard. And trust me, I've heard some pretty dumb logic in my day. Just saying <laughs> but um besides that there's also um some things uh for gamers um specifically in the Australia slash New Zealand area it's this new uh, Axe body spray and body wash that's uh Xbox themed it's basically just their lime body wash and shit so that's kind of cool and, of course, when it comes to literally anything and anyone tries to do anything, 
I can't believe I I thought this was actually a stupid uh, joke. Cause I saw this on the. Uh... Wow. Okay. At first, I saw this thing on Twitter yesterday, and this guy was, like, asking, like, what should I wear to the straight pride parade? Like, I don't know if he was, like, joking or he was being, like, a douchebag and being, like, I'm going to create my own parade with blackjack and hookers or something along those lines. And I'm, like, this guy's just got to be a dick, right? And apparently the fucking straight pride parade in Boston is actually a fucking thing. Okay, let me see. For straight people who are an oppressed majority. Okay. <laughs> the oppressed majority. Wow. Really? The oppressed majority. Oh my God. Like, I kind of want to meet someone of this oppressed majority. Because they have to be living under a fucking rock. I swear to God. When has a straight person ever been oppressed for being straight? And I'm not talking about like... Gay people make fun of you... For being a shit person who just so happens to be straight. No, I mean like literally like... When have you ever... You as a person out there who thinks you're one of the oppressed majority... Who... Thinks... Who, who who honestly thinks that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm straight. I don't know if I have to make that clear or not, but, like, my I'm straight. And sometimes, yeah, if someone makes fun of me for being straight, it's like, okay, cool, I'd never make fun of you for being gay, but, okay, sure, that's fine. It's just something like, you know, it's like, it's kind of annoying. But I understand where they're coming from, at least, because it's like, okay, well, yeah, you guys have been made fun of for being who you are for as long as you can imagine. I mean, nobody comes out as straight. That's like the factory default in America, which is a really weird way of thinking about it. But yeah, that's essentially it. It's the factory setting that every human we think has and... Then we realize that that's not the case at all. We don't get to choose our own setting, but it's like we just always assume that you're the default, that straight is the default. Then everything else is like this new custom variation. And I understand that, you know, I'm not telling you it's a choice. I'm not telling you it's anything else. Um, but for sure, it's something that's like, oh, when someone has to come out as being gay or bisexual or anything else, it's like they have to come out. They can't just be like, oh, yeah, they're gay. Like, oh, yeah, you can totally tell. Or, oh, hey, you're you're like dating boys at like, you know, when you're in high school and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally fine. Like, totally, like, totally normal. Like, no, it's still really like not normal to the most of people in society. And it's something that. Don't get me wrong. It would be like, oh, my son or daughter is gay. It would definitely be like a, ah, kind of moment, but that would be it. It would be just be like, a, oh, okay. It would be like, okay, the, the idea of it is just like, okay, now it's like, now I just have to think about that this is how it's going to be now. 
And then that would be like super simple because like I love my son or I love my daughter. I don't give a shit about religion. So I think that really kind of first of all, like sets me above the bar of anyone else in this world. If you don't have a religion that you really can call your own or you just think religion's a waste of time like myself. Um, not a relationship with God, but organized religion with a bunch of fucking idiots uh, all saying that we all believe in God, but we all hate each other. Okay. Makes plenty of sense. But besides that, um, I basically just am like, okay, organized religion is a waste of time. So I think I'm going to be fine telling my kids to be who they want to be. And yeah, I think it's actually super awesome that if my kids are going to be gay, it would be definitely something that would be like, okay, It'd be easier if my daughters were gay because it'd be like, okay, liking girls, I got that. But like, it'd be really hard for me and my son to talk about like, okay, how do you get a boy's attention? I'm like, I stayed as far and far away as other guys as possible. I personal, I purposely, you know, hang out with my gay, my fat, my male friends as less often as possible, unless it's for work purposes, like AP radio and like, yeah. So I'm not the person to ask. Go ask your mother who likes boys more than I do for by for obvious reasons. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, wonder if I could ever be. I'm like, I can't even finish the sentence. I'm like, no, I think men are repulsive in every way, shape and form. Like I look at myself and I'm like, why is anyone attracted to me? Like, how am I in a relationship? Let alone like, yes, I want a guy just like me in my life. Like, no. I don't want a guy, even if he's good looking. I'm like, no, I just can't do it. Just can't do it. I like women way too much. It's really like, it's not even like, I'm like thinking to myself, like, could I be like, I can't even finish the thought all the way through. And I'm like, no, just can't do it. Like, I just hate men as like sexual partners. And I just hate people, period. So it's like, I have a very small group of people I don't hate. And everyone else is like, yeah, yeah. But straight pride, my God. You know, it was funny when people were talking about where's white history month. Like that was funny back in my day, which was like a couple years ago. My day is over. It's now the stupid idiots. Now, like now we're like the older baby boomers now because we're just doing stupid, dumb shit. The baby boomers are like, they're just going to die one day and we are going to just not care then the Generation X is going to be like this super old group. And then like the uh, we're going to become like the new Generation X of like, you know, we were once the gold standard. It's like we thought we were weird and now look at these weirdos. So now it's like we can basically say when everyone else is dead who basically hated the millennials are like, yeah, millennials weren't that bad. When we can basically say that we were probably one of the worst generations to ever exist, except for myself. I actually think I'm actually doing pretty good, despite the fact that, you know, my employment uh, is scarce as hell right now. At least I can say with integrity that I feel like I'm a lot more mature than most people. At least I wouldn't be this person be like, I'm going to go to the straight pride parade. Like, oh my God, I, I still can't believe it. Like, what are your colors? Black and white? Seriously, like what, what colors can you possibly fucking come up with? Black and white. I, I swear it has to be black and white because that's how you see the fucking world. Oh, my God. In Boston, of all fucking things.
Wow, August 31st. Awesome. My God. Oh, of course. He hates, you know, Marxism. He's like... Oh, my God. Like, he hates anti-fascist activists. Like, he... Oh, my God. Wow. So, this guy... I thought this, like... I thought this could have been, like, a fun joke. But, no. It's apparently... This guy is apparently a freaking nutcase. Who... You know, it's it, I, I can't even say anything that just doesn't upset me in a right way. It, that's just the thing. It's like, why, it, what makes me mad about all this is the fact that he has such a huge passion for hating a group of people. Don't get me wrong. I, I have that same passion, but it's for stupid people. And this guy is definitely stupid because he's wasting his time on this he wants the straight pride parade to be a thing he's made it a thing and for some reason the city of boston has given him this ability to do it on october on august 31st which is just great i can't wait for every person to just be like i'm a part of the straight pride parade and be like okay cool well now i uh kind of don't want you to uh uh, work here anymore because you're kind of a weirdo but I mean like a straight person has never lost their job for being straight a gay person has I knew a guy I'm not going to tell you his name but he was my teacher um, My re- ironically my religion teacher at uh, Catholic school through junior high he unfortunately got fired in 7th grade but I'll tell you his story his, he was a really nice guy but he was also a very like wealthy dude like he had his own like company that like got him a lot of money and i think he also was also the he's also the choir uh dude he also did a piano and organ and i'm like wow he was really talented he also had a really nice singing voice as far as i can remember unfortunately he did not have a microphone like so like if you sat like right by him which i did in i think the fourth grade yeah, I think that's how it was set up. It was really weird uh, set up at their school. Like the fourth grader sat like right by the uh, organ, and he had a really nice singing voice over the organ and over um, the other kids. And just the idea that it was a big room, he was still like a really awesome commanding presence. So when we finally had him in grade in junior high, what the thing I didn't know that he took a lot of vacations. He really took a lot of vacation. Like, I felt like he wasn't really our teacher. But when he was there, he was a really cool and nice guy. But, like, he really took vacations. So, I felt like that even though we're, like, three months into the year. Like, I think it was, like, we always start. By the time November, he showed up. And I'm like, hey, Mr. Lazork, how's your vacation? And I'm still, like, nervous talking to him because, like, I don't know him that well. And he's like, oh, it's Grady. And it was like, you know, how things been without me? I'm like, you know, not the same because we had, like, this nice enough woman doing the uh, thing instead. But she didn't really. She was, like, mean to everyone but me. 
I think it also helped that her son was also named Ian, so yeah, that was probably the reason, without a doubt, that was probably the reason she liked me, because like, hey, your son, my son's named Ian, and you are a pretty good guy, and you're also named Ian. I literally felt like it was like that kind of thing. She was always so nice to me, and I was always so like hesitant to be nice back in fear of like the rest of the class being like this motherfucker anyway i'm getting off topic but then in the seventh grade he got fired or he left and it was really out of the blue and i found out it was because he was gay i asked him a couple years later on facebook when i imprinted him and i said the rumors about why you left and he said yeah it's because i was gay and i'm like that's stupid why would they do that and it's like i don't know and this guy was like a devoted Catholic. He w- he worked at a Catholic school, for Christ's sake. And he was a religion teacher. It wasn't like he was a gym teacher. And like, you could have made the inference like, oh, is he a pedophile? Like, you didn't know. He was a religion teacher who, mind you, was barely even there. Not to be like a criticizing of him, but he was just not there. And he was such a nice guy and he got fired for just just being himself and like the worst part was you can do that to gay people and you probably still can do that to gay people but you have to dress it up like oh you're gay well you've been late like you know twice this month even though you haven't been but it's your word against ours and you know we Say you were late two days in a, two days in a row, even though you were kind of like maybe like twenty seconds late, but that's still late. Late is late. Bye bye. So like that can happen, and that has happened. So like, don't tell me that oh you're a repressed straight guy. Like I know I keep trying to dodge around this asshole, but I know a lot of people who are gay who are just fucking normal. Like I don't understand why gay has to be so not normal. Okay, you're a guy and you date guys. who cares I don't care the only reason I ever cared was because the Catholic Church told me to care or else God will hate me too and you know what I stopped I'm like you know what if he's gonna hate me for hating people who are this close to me then fuck him at that point but then I kind of came to that decision it's like it's not God who's telling you this it's God saying something and a man being a bunch of fucking idiots that they are are misconstruing it so i'm like you know what again religion i'm separating from so the straight pride parade is basically a bunch of fucking apparently super overprivileged fucking assholes who are like i am a straight man and i do not appreciate the fact that four percent of my all arranged power is being given to other fucking races and orientations and especially the women look you don't have to like you're not no one has told you that you have to be sat down to like everyone and everything i don't like white people i honestly don't like it's not to the point of which that if i decided to have a race war i would annihilate all the white people no not even close it's just I just don't really care. Even though all, if not every single friend I have is white. It's just the fact that it's like. The opinions that come out of anyone's mouth who's white. 
especially even my friends. It's just like it makes me like pull that sleeve on my collar, pull that collar on my shirt and be like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm just not in that kind of realm of controversy. I don't believe the idea that, you know, controversy should just be something we explore. And the bullshit about all of it's okay or none of it's okay, that's a bullshit argument because it's like the world is not black and white. There, It's a gray world, and I'm tired of people saying that, oh, well, if the gays have a parade, the straights should have a parade. The straights have a parade. It's called the other 364 days of the year, just like how there's no White History Month. It is the other 364 days of the year because our government as a whole is that backwards, so concerned about white straight men. That's all the world cares about. The other, This is how the whole thing the country cares about. That's why they have the whole affirmative action to make themselves not look racist. That's why they have the whole, you know, we are a blah, 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 blah corporation that employs all different types of race and orientations and stuff like that because... If they don't put that there and we and a white guy gets a job over a black woman, everyone's going to be up in arms. It's like, well, it was an equal opportunity. We have to do that or we have to take the black woman because of that. If that if those provisions weren't in place, no, no one except straight white men would have jobs. I'm not kidding. None, only white guys would have jobs. I would have a job and no one else would have a job. That's because the government only wants to have everyone cover their tracks. But when people are, you know, legitimately trying to change things, that's why when gay marriage got legalized in 2016, people were happy because the government wasn't doing it just to get like pats on the back. It was doing it because it was a right fucking thing to do. June 1st, the Illinois governor legalized recreational marijuana, not because he would get him a pat on the back, but he knows there's going to be enough people who have who live in a place that it's not legal, like Indiana. They're going to go there. There's going to be distribution centers. There's going to be people who can grow it for themselves. There's going to be a whole bunch of things that are going to happen as a result of it. And... Indiana doesn't do it because, oh, because it's a drug and God hates drugs. I don't know. Jesus apparently made the best wine ever. And wine is technically a drug because it's got alcohol and alcohol is considered a drug. You know, that thing that we banned like not 100 years ago. But uh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot that people would actually remember their history. Now... Am I telling you not to be prideful of who you are? No. But just understand that you guys are not the oppressed majority. And this idiot who thinks he is, he's an idiot. Plain and simple. He can tell me all day long and he can scream at me until his face turns blue. And my face turns red because I don't like when people scream at me about stupid about anything, let alone something stupid like this, to tell me why he and I are both the oppressed ones. And when he's done screaming, I would tell him, unlike you, I just don't care. Life is too short to hate people. Life is too short to be butthurt about 
the fact that the gays are getting a parade and you're not. So you're that much of a little pussy. You're making your own fucking parade. Okay, cool. That's nice. That's totally mature. That's totally the way to do it. That'll show them. And yeah, gay people are probably upset. I'm upset. But you know what would really be funny? It's just no one went to it. We just make fun of the hell out of it. We just make the fun of the, make the hell make the fun out of the hell of it. And only like the very few go there. Nobody really cares. Like I I I will say this to the LGBTQ community. This is my message to you guys. Don't even go to protest. That's what they want you to do. They want you to go there to protest, to tell you that it's stupid. They want that attention because that's what gets them off. That's why they're doing this. They're doing it because they want to hurt you got your guys' feelings. They're doing it out of the malice that they can cause you. And you know what? Just let them do it. Let them think they're getting under your skin. And even though they might probably are because they're under my skin, but I will never, ever tell them that to their face. I will lie to them and say, it's totally fine. Do what you want. Who cares? Because that's why he wants to do it. He wants to get your attention to be like, look at these gay liberals and how stupid they are. <laughs> that's essentially his end goal. And don't give him that goal. Let him and, you know, the other couple hundred or a couple thousand losers walk this parade, have no one care, let him play his honky-tonk country, and just have whoever hell wants to endorse it, let him endorse it. Who cares? Because you know why? Because you guys have pride this entire month of June. And I will support you guys, not because despite these people, because I legitimately want to support you because I have a lot of people who I know personally who are gay, who are lesbians, who are bisexual and who are transgender. And they are some of the best people I've ever met. And I want to support them because it's the right thing to do. And this is your month so you guys have fun you guys gay it up and honestly if I still had my rainbow chain my rainbow wallet chain if I had a wallet that would support that uh, connection I would wear that shit every day <laughs> because love has no color it has all the colors the world is not black and white like these assholes want it to me it is a rainbow. The world is not black and white, nor is it gray. It is every color. Black and white is in there, but it is not the only two colors. They can live in the time where, you know, old movies didn't have sound or didn't have any color. And I'd rather live in the 4K universe, in my 4K world, with my 4K gay people. So, with that rant out of the way, we'll be right back after these messages. And uh, we'll get some more fun stuff in here to kind of balance the rant 
about uh, the straight pride parade. So let's get a little more funky here on the Truth, Justice, and Ian Hanway. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Truth, Justice, and Ian Hanway. My name is Ian Hand. And if you missed any of the first half of this show, please go to any of our different little links on apradio.net. We will be found on many different ways to listen to this podcast offline, including Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify. So just go to apradio.net to check out the categories. I'm under Ian Hand, as well as my other shows that I am on, like Weeb Wednesdays. Every Wednesday at 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Central Time, right before Thinking Outside the Box Office. And then secondly, I'm also on UNU Gaming, which will be on twitch.tv slash Show. Normally, we would be on every Saturday from 1.30 to 3.30 to 3 p.m., but this week, as of the week of the 7th, we will be streaming on the 8th, uh, the, I'm sorry, the 9th, oopsie, June 9th, 2019, starting either at 2 or 3 o'clock Central Time, since we're going to be watching the Microsoft Conference at E3. We'll also be watching whatever conferences are also going on. I think Bethesda's got some, but honestly, like, the Microsoft one's the big one. So we'll be on there. We'll be looking really fancy and stuff like that. We're going to be there on twitch.tv slash show. So, yeah, go to my Twitter if you want the actual link right there. My Twitter is at IanHand, I-A-N. H-A-N-D, the number 11. I am the Cappuccino Cat Triple Shop. Please check me out. I'm pretty cool. I got a pretty fun uh, little uh, stuff going there to promote my uh, shows. And if you guys just want to continue watching any of the stuff that we have going, check us out at APRadio.net. We need more content. We need more people to listen to us. And, of course, don't forget to follow AP Radio at our different social media links. Our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter are all at AP Radio, the number two. Just as an AP Radio 2. Not the number 2. You'll never find us. So yeah, all those shameless plugs aside. And to anyone who is listening pre-recorded. Thank you first of all for supporting our show. Through pre-recorded means. Or re-recorded means. or You're listening offline. Thank you. I'm trying to be smart. And I'm not working out. But if you guys want to ever check out this show specifically. I am on every Friday. From 6 to 7 p.m. Central Time. Followed by Space Dust with Joshua Belserac. I think that's his last name. I think he says he can have his last name on here. Anyway, it's on 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time. And I occasionally guest star on there. So if you guys want a double power hour of Ian Hand for two straight hours on Fridays, check me out. We're also starting to rebroadcast the earlier and more previous uh, live recessions of Ian True Justice and Ian Hanway. So check that out all throughout AP Radio. We're starting to get our final 12 hours of content so we can continue to reach out to a bigger audience. So for anyone out here who has been listening to us all the way since November or December of 2018, thank you so much for awesome stuff. I've been here since the end of January of 2019, and it has been quite a ride, and I am absolutely honored to be here, and it has been probably the best part of 2019 so far, and I hope I can continue being here for a couple of years as we reach more and more people in our audience. So, with all that out of the way, thank you so much 
for joining me for another session on True Justin Hand Way. We're going to be shying away from all the crazy stuff I was yelling about um, earlier in the show. If you guys wanted to listen to that, again, you heard me talk about stuff you can listen on, listen to it on. But for those who are joining me live and who have been loyal listeners since 6 o'clock central time or have been listening pre-recorded. So, we are kind of going to stray away from the crappiness in the world and talk about some fun stuff. Our good old friend, Mortal Kombat 11. I know, I always say that, you know, I have a whole video game uh, podcast on Twitch to talk about this crap. So why am I ever back on here? I don't really want uh, the E3 stream on Sunday to be kind of polluted with, hey, guys, let's talk about Mortal Kombat for like 20 fucking minutes. I don't want to do that to Austin, especially since we're going to be, especially since, you know, it's not going to be something that we want to do to this poor guy. He's definitely the odd man out when it comes to that game, and I feel really bad for him. So we're going to be like, we're going to talk about it now. So for those who are pretty big into the Mortal Kombat community, the character season pass for Mortal Kombat 11 just happened to have a trailer drop around last week. We talked about it a little bit on You and You Gaming Show, so go check that out. It was the archives for the 1st of June, so you know if you want to check that out, that's super cool. So, as a result of that, we have a little bit more of gameplay to talk about. They did a combat cast, and the lovely people at NetherRealm Studios decided to give a nice sh- nice little demonstration. Um, so, we the thing about Shang Tsung, for those who are not familiar with Mortal Kombat, he was the original boss of the first Mortal Kombat. And he's known to be the sorcerer. He's got his own cool, like, you know, he's got fire skulls, and he's able to actually, you know, steal your soul and transform into whoever he's fighting against for a short period of time. But he is also known to just transform into really anybody. He's got a really interesting all-around moveset, and it's super sick. The girl who was uh, playing as uh, Shang Tsung was documenting a lot of stuff that she was uh, doing and playing with. It's super cool. Um, so Shang Tsung has about two different kind of variations that he's been doing and has been shown. First, obviously, we have a lot more stuff that he specifically would do, like he throws his fire skulls, he's able to, like, steal your soul and turn into a character, and gets all the characters crushing blows for that period of time, which is honestly super awesome. He's also got this amazing, um, teleportation, he doesn't have teleportation, but he also has, like, a normal back grab that when he grabs you... He gets a little bit of health back, which is, I think, just really fun, especially for just a normal grab. To have such an interesting property like that is really cool and unique. He also has that whole snake, uh, the whole snake level uh, martial art. Um, basically, he's got like this kind of like kind of sort of open palm, but they look like snake heads with his hands, so he kind of strikes at you like a snake. Something that's really reminiscent of Mortal Kombat 2, which is super cool that they're going all the way back to some of their original stuff. He has an old man vari- an old man variation as well as a normal younger variation. He basically has this fluctuating age he usually has. 
But he also has the original Mortal Kombat uh, movie from 1995, since he's played by the actor who reprised, who had the role. He's reprising the role now. His name escapes me just because of pronunciation, but if you, well, I've talked about him on other shows, so I apologize that I'm really not good with his name for pronunciation purposes. I don't want to butcher it. He's a great guy, and he's just iconic as this role. They actually gave him the movie outfit, which is also just super sick. So I'm like, great, now I have no idea who I want to use. So he has that stuff, but he also has been able to turn into other characters. And the characters that he's turned into have been many of the other color swap ninjas that people have been really requesting. Specifically, Reptile and Ermac, usually staples in the series, and then more random-ish characters like Smoke and Rain. So, I like most of these characters. I'm not much of a fan of Ermac or Reptile, but Smoke and Rain are characters I'm more kind of gravitating towards and being cool. And it is a shame that I probably won't get these characters as official characters, but it doesn't deconfirm them, but it makes their chances a little harder on getting in. As cool as it is that Rain is kind of in Mortal Kombat 11 more than he was in X. It is kind of cool that they brought back the whole kick around the world thing. But the fact that they're showing off another Mortal Kombat 9 move that has been two games old, I have the strangest suspicion that we will never, ever have Rain in a Mortal Kombat game again. Or they might surprise us with a second or third character combo pack. Whichever the case may be, it's something I'm going to look forward to. And I went in to the trailer like, oh my god, I love these character variations. I can't wait to basically stock up all my characters. And then I kind of realized, I'm like, wait, I actually like him as him more. Sure, the soul ceiling is something I would do, especially if I play against characters that like I know how to play as. Which wouldn't be so bad. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, I am actually really excited to play as... Shang Tsung more is just Shang Tsung. Obviously, I'm going to have two variations where he's a lot more of his own character, and I might have one of the older costumes be like the whole I am old man who transforms into characters. Because the original concept for that idea for him to be a different character was actually an error in the game's programming. Like back in all the way back for the first Mortal Kombat when he was the boss, he was going to have his own stuff. But the game wouldn't run because they were running out of space or whatever they were doing to make sure the game would run properly. So as fun as that is to think about, it's like, oh, wow, that's actually super cool. So they decided to be like, okay, you know what? Screw it. He'll just turn all the other characters in the other game to save us the space so it can run, including the uh, sub boss Goro. He got like all everyone's special move. He was able to transform into them for about like a couple seconds. I don't remember how long it was, maybe like five or six seconds, which I think you can do in this game. So it's like you are essentially the character. Yeah, you're you are essentially that character for a couple seconds. It's super cool. I do wish, of course, it wasn't just like here's the move and he's back. Like you can, I wish you can actually turn in, like you know, move and hit the character a couple times. Just like how I kind of wish that was the case with uh, in Mortal Kombat One, because not only did you get the special move, you got to actually move around and punch them as that character. 
I mean, you can do that with the person you're fighting, but like characters like Ermac and Reptile and Rain and Smoke, you only get their special move and you stand there as them to perform said special move. Like, that's cool, but at the same time, it would have been cool to like play a lot more of these characters as these characters, but I'm not going to complain that much about it. The character looks amazing as a whole. And I think they're getting off to a great start with the Mortal Kombat pack. Um, I, people people are apparently saying that there might be a Sindel release trailer coming out uh, sometime this weekend, but they just literally released Shang Tsung's like a week ago before that. And even though he is coming out on the 18th, which is a Tuesday, I believe, yes, it is, we still have, you know, 12 days to wait. So I'm assuming that within a week or so after. Shang Tsung's out, they might reveal Sindel or whoever might be the next character on the list to be revealed. I do have a strange suspicion that Spawn, who was the first guest character, might be, you know, coming out with around the same time as the other guests, which will be something kind of fun. But I think they're going to get the Mortal Kombat veterans out of the way, which the other two for this pack are Sindel and Nightwolf. Um, two characters I don't really have the most connection with, but I know that there are people out there who are extremely excited for both characters, so I'm excited for them. I might try out Nightwolf, but I don't know how I feel about Sindel. My girlfriend's interested in Sindel, so I guess that's a thing. And there's also the idea with all the different uh, character um, DLC. The two other guest characters could be Ash Williams from Evil Dead. And some sort of Terminator. It's unclear if it's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's version. That would be absolutely amazing if they got Arnie to actually voice the character. That would actually be the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, literally Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not a guy who sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but literally Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the T-1000. Because you have to have Bruce Campbell be Ash Williams because Bruce Campbell is Ash Williams. It's not like the other way. Or it's like you can't have a, just a regular guy be Ash Williams. You have to have Ash be Ash. Just like how they've confirmed that Spawn's uh, character voice will be Keith David, a legendary voice actor as well as an actor. I don't remember anything he's specifically in off the top of my head, but Keith David is known specifically for being Spawn in the HBO series all the way back in the 90s. So that's super cool when you think about it. And Keith David, I finally decided to look, actually check up the Spawn uh, 90s cartoon. And holy shit, is that a really good voice? So I'm happy that if anyone had to come back, it's like the really cool, like, I am Spawn. And I can't do his voice to save my life. But it's really iconic for Spawn and for anyone who's a huge fan of Spawn. I've always tried to get into Spawn, but I've never really bit the bullet and done it. Um, I think that's more so my fault than anything, but Spawn does look really cool. And um, I'm kind of uh, doing some Wikipedia stuff to see, like, okay, I want to play a Spawn, but I kind of want to know some stuff about him first. To be like, okay, how exactly is this character amazing? You know what would be really cool? They actually had a throwback to the Soul Calibur 2... <coughs> excuse me uh version like they had an he threw an axe like that looks eerily like the one that bandai namco made him uh or just namco i don't know before bandai namco became one i forgot who did what anyway 
he just threw his axe at people like he was a guest for Soul Calibur 2. This is actually going to be the first character to ever guest star in more than one video game, like an official game, um, an official fighting game. This is going to be the first character in all of media to be crossing over. That's super. That's super awesome when you think about it. Wow, that's actually like when when you like think about that, it's like cool. So yeah, I'm hoping that those are the characters that are going to be the uh, DLC characters, Ash Williams and the Terminator. There's also some files that um, Shiva, um, Fujin, and DC Comics Joker, like the Joker is going to be a part of combo pack two with other characters, which would really be nice if it was like sector and Cyrax, you know, the characters that you actually got to fight against in the story mode and not be able to unlock or play as something that they said that they would never do in another mortal Kombat game. So I'm really hoping that those, that means maybe they are DLC now Maybe. I mean, they did that shit with Tanya in Mortal Kombat X. At least she was going to be a character. But Rain was another character you didn't play as. Or you didn't have unlocked in the main roster. And you fought him, but you never, ever got to play as him. I mean, people modded it to have it be like, Hey, it's Mortal Kombat 9, Rain, but in Mortal Kombat X. Cool. Actually, no, he was actually super cool. I like Rain. I really, I would really like Rain to be in this game. Um, Kind of want to just play a character that I've been really wanting to play as. And I think it's just really sad that they're just giving me a move as a character I, I was originally intending on playing as. But maybe this would be the chance to be like, okay, then the next pack is going to be classic ninjas. So Rain, Reptile, Ermac, Smoke y'all back it would be it would just be something that's really nice so i just really hope that's the case that's like i'm hoping for at least three character combo packs i know that's something that might be a little out of the ordinary for nether realm but at the same time nether realm i've been basically hearing a lot of rumors stating that they might not be doing another fighting game anytime soon because most people who know the nether realm cycle for the last couple of games it's been mortal Kombat 9 in 2011 then by the time all that dlc kind of got out of the way injustice gods among us came out the dc fighting game so after all that dlc and stuff mortal Kombat x was getting announced then they had two character combo packs in 2015 and then by 2016 injustice 2 was announced and stuff like that 2017 it came out all the stuff, all the DLC came out by the end of 2017 into the beginning of 2018. We actually waited all the way till December 2018 to have any information about Mortal Kombat 11, and it was coming out in April of 2019, which is amazing when you think about, because you'd be thinking like, okay, gets announced at the end of 2018, might be coming out around the end of 2018. That's around the 19, I'm sorry. But no, it was coming out like in April. I'm like, holy crap. So then they had a whole big event for the character cast, which is like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then they had other things going on. And that was just super cool. 
in my opinion, I think it was like the coolest shit ever. So, sorry, scratching my beard. <laughs> so, you know, they are thinking like everyone was thinking like, oh, by 2020, they might announce or have released, um, they might announce Injustice 3. Because they might think that's how the cycle goes. But they're saying, like, we might not make another Injustice right now. Or we might take it some time. We might do something different from an, a fighting game. So, especially with how the story ended, which I'm, not, I'm still not going to really spoil. If anyone wants to hear about it, you can go play it or watch someone play it. It's a really fun story, in my opinion. Don't let people who are like, I don't like it because the girls don't have bikinis on. Basically, that's your argument for uh, another Realm right now. Cool. Anyway... The uh, story basically kind of leaves a lot of open doors of what could be next, if there's anything next, or whatever might happen that might give you the time to be like, we can really think about a whole new universe of Mortal Kombat or something like that. That would be really cool. So I'm thinking that with this character pack being revealed pretty soon, and the idea that there are more game files of Shiva and Fujin, Shiva had a game model already, and Fujin hasn't been back since Mortal Kombat 4, as a playable character, and he has been, you know, shown in X, and people thought he was going to be playable in X, and he also wasn't, but he didn't fight him, you just saw him in the story. Just like Frost, but Frost came back in Mortal Kombat 11, so it's pretty easy to think that Fujin might return as well, which would be kind of cool, because I don't know much about Fujin, besides he's just the wind god, like how Raiden's the thunder god, so stuff like that. But beyond that, um, the uh, all-around character, sorry, the overall character pass is like, okay, well, by the end of 2018, that might be a thing, but then 2019, they might bring out the characters of like Fujin, Joker, and Shiva with two or three other characters, and then they, they might be around then they might announce a third one. Like, I'm hoping that they announce a third one with, like, enough characters. Like, Shiva and Fujin would be cool, and then having other guests as a Joker, that'd be all right. I don't really care for the Joker. I think out of all the guests, he's the one I'd care about the least. Unless they bring in Mark Hamill, or they bring in somebody who isn't the Injustice voice for the Joker. I never really liked him on either occasion. Um... I think that if they had to pick Joker, it would have to be somebody that has a good iconic voice as the Joker, not just Joe McSchmo, do your best Joker voice. Like, no, like let's get a professional fucker, fucking person who knows how to do Joker's voice in here. That's just my take on it. I understand maybe the Injustice guy has nothing else going on, and that's his, been his job for a couple of weeks, and, you know, he's trying, he's running out of money. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but I'm just saying like Mark Hamill would be the better choice if you had to go with that character, especially since most of us probably don't even care if he's in it or not. He's never been high on my list. I'd rather have like more balls to the wall guests. And I think that this choice of uh, guest characters, if all are true, are a lot better than just alien and a predator and then Leatherface and Jason. I don't know. I just never really cared for those characters. My girlfriend loves Leatherface, and I like J. I like all of them. I like all four of them as characters. I just don't know how I like them as much as you know regular Mortal Kombat characters who should have been back. Or hell, just bring back Triborg and something like along those lines. 
the point I'm trying to make is just bring back the Cyberling Quay or just separate the Cyberling Quay. Like, you made a big deal that they're all back and you get to fight them in the game and the story. Just let it happen. I love the Cyberling Quay. I might be one of the... And I don't think I'm the only one here who does. Just saying. But I'm saying for the third combat pack, it would be really cool. They brought back the classic ninjas who are part of Shang Tsung's transformation variations. And, like, again, I would totally buy a combo pack each year like for two or three years i did that with street fighter and apparently they still have some announcements coming in uh, evo which is in august and they might bring back they might finally bring in some information that would be cool to bring in like hey everyone else is here or like everyone else will be here and we'll just be releasing them periodically, like bringing back every other character, like E Honda or Dudley and Sean, like all the characters from three, most of the characters from four. Like, just it would be so crazy if they just brought in like a whole bunch of characters and bring in some of them for free for being like patient fans of the game. You have been chosen. Whew. But, you know, there's just a whole bunch of things about different fighting games and stuff. And I know I probably shouldn't have taken literally all this other half hour to uh, talk about that. But, obviously, you can tell that these are things that are really passionate for me. But, um, yeah, Shang Tsung, if you guys want to try him out for you Mortal Kombat 11 holders, he does come out uh, on the 18th for combat holders. I think the combat pack is like 30 bucks. You get everyone, but I think he also comes out individually for 6 bucks. but I don't know when he comes out. For people who don't have the combat pack because I have it and he comes out on the 18th this month that's super sick I can't wait to play as him on the 18th and then um uh, who knows when Sindel might come out she might be coming out like a week or so her trailer might come out a couple weeks after Shang Tsung it might be coming out in July and then they go to Nightwolf or Nightwolf first then Sindel then Spawn like I don't know what they're going to be doing I don't know when but they might eventually release the other two characters for the guests, and it might be totally Ash Williams from Evil Dead and The Terminator. So check that out. It's super cool. I think it's worth your uh, money. You also get the combat, the classic combat character pack, which is the classic arcade skins for Sub-Zero, Scorpion, and Noob Cybot. Characters that also appeared in his in Shang Tsung's Fatal Blow, which is super cool. You can bring back literally Mortal Kombat 1 versions of the characters rather than just their... Mortal Kombat-ish like character, one kind of uh, costumes. Regardless, it's a super cool uh, all-around thing. So yeah, check that stuff out when it comes out. Anyway, guys, since we have about a minute left, I'm just gonna basically state that that might probably do it for this uh, episode that you just as an Ian Hand way. Uh, thank you for uh. being here this evening with me um sorry that we got a little bit just too subjecty literally just two subjects the entire time and talked about like barely anything but you know sometimes the week just kind of shows up uh, out of nowhere and stuff like that has happened well life is weird and i really uh hope that the uh lgbtq has an awesome pride month uh, don't forget to always go to your Chick-fil-A and be super gay so they feel uncomfortable and have to close down to disinfect you. Um, my girlfriend and I are going to Chick-fil-A uh, actually tomorrow. We're going to meet up and go to the mall. She wants to go to Chick-fil-A because she knows they hate uh, the gays. 
So do something fun this uh, Pride Month. Get super gay and have as much rainbow fun as you possibly can. Also, again, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at ianhan 11 I'm really trying to find some more followers and gain more of a uh, platform here on AP Radio. Don't forget to follow AP Radio at all our social medias at AP Radio 2. Just search us up. We're having a pretty fun community. We're growing. Continue to help us, help us, help us grow. Help us, help us, help us, help us. Help us, please. Don't forget to also go to APRadio.net if you want to check out other things. Of course, of our all of our recordings of past uh, broadcasts. And don't forget that every time you want to listen to us live, check this show out every Friday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time every Friday here on AP Radio. My name is Ian Hannon. You guys have a great weekend. Unless you are a jerk, you know who you are. I hope that the Cubs game gets rained out. Anyway, have a good one, everybody. Take care. Goodbye.